0: Hello and welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com with me your host Martin. So I'm excited today because I'm going to share something with you that I think will really help you in times where there's not a lot of action. where There's not a lot of football on or maybe you trade a different sport like horse racing. There's always horse racing on isn't there? But maybe tennis or cricket and you get these kind of periods where there's not a lot on so i'm going to use the classic example with football which is the international breaks where club football stops and for me in in you know in a lar- for a large part my trading stops because i don't trade international football very often sometimes in the big championships um, when i'm watching the games live themselves but In terms of statistics and using statistics and things like that, I'm not so keen uh, on that with internationals because I don't think previous data often has a massive impact on future data when it comes to internationals. The reason being, the games are far too spaced apart. You know, if I look at the last 10 England games, well, I'm probably going back to some time last year, maybe even the European Championships, I don't know. But well, the point is, so much has changed since then. So much changes in international football that, you know, essentially you could have a totally different squad pretty much within the space of a year. And we've seen it, haven't we, in a lot of teams. I mean, think about what's happened in the space of a year for Italy. It's not even a year, nine months. Italy have gone from European champions to not qualify for the World Cup. I mean, that's that's actually unthinkable. Um, and, I, you know, it's... In, in one in one respect, I'm kind of like, well, it's good it's good to see a big team not make it because it means one of the smaller teams has done well and got through. But then at the same time, you know how how good is it to actually see the European Championships not European champions not have a chance to compete for a World Cup? And then on the other hand, I think God, England, we really should have beaten that Italy team. <laughs> Maybe they weren't as great as everyone was trying to make out. But anyway, the point is this during international breaks there's not league football so I don't trade as much what do I do? I actually embrace international breaks more than other people because it gives me a time to catch up on my research do some of my data input etc etc also do some more learning you know I I have a chance to do more reading during this time watch more videos and the great thing is with betfairtrainingcommunity.com obviously we've got so much content out there that I think people do sometimes not have time to watch and listen to everything we put out I mean at the moment I put out two videos a week I put out two podcasts a week and if you're not watching and listening to all those things international break can actually be a really really good time to catch up on your learning catch up on your study and and you know obviously when there's not as much on hey you might as well do something so why not and obviously the blogs there there's so much in the blog to read I mean you know what I generally try and do with my content is to try and create things that stay relevant in general so you know I can write a blog post and there are blog posts that I've written back in 2015 that are still relevant to trading today because that's how I try and write I try and write about things that will continue to matter rather than going well you know Man United are playing Liverpool this weekend here's what I think so that is such a good thing that we can do during international break and I think a lot of people do struggle to find the time to do the study and the research part of it and you might be sitting there thinking well okay that's nice and all but you know I don't think it really matters well it does and here's the reason this stuff matters If you think about any job, especially jobs that are worth having, what's the number one thing that they get you to do? Almost straight away, mostly, training, right? Training. Not only that, if you're in a serious professional job, they will get you to do a thing called continued learning. And that basically just means you continue to study, do training. You might not be studying for an exam or a course or anything like that, But it will mean that you'll go on extra training courses, you will will basically keep up-to-date with the most relevant knowledge. And that's the thing, that's what's good about what we do at BetfairTrainingCommunity.com. We're here to teach you, we're here to tutor you, and what we do is we share the most up-to-date teaching and methods and things like that, and give you the knowledge of how to trade on Betfair, um, and keep it relevant, you know. because. Something that you heard seven years ago may not still apply today. And that's what's good about continued learning. So as much as I think some people can see learning as a bit of a chore sometimes and training, stuff like that. Actually, when you look at the positive side of it and what it can actually do for you, I think you begin to really realise the value of it. You know, And at the end of the day, what we're trying to do as traders is become better. and this helps make us better, we're trying to become more profitable, well this will help us become more profitable, what you don't want to do is get stale on the markets and kind of be doing old fashioned things and then going well why isn't this working when clearly you just haven't kept up to date with the progress of Betfair, now what interests me with this is that I was thinking about how do you kind of Turn this into a metaphor that, that will make people understand who, who, you know, or not even make people understand, but just kind of give people something to compare it to. And I was thinking, the older you get, so I think this happens in general, and this is me going off a tangent. People, some people don't like it when I talk on a tangent, but whatever. If you're one of those people, turn off now. Um, but music for young people is a huge thing, right? And I think as we grow older, we still love music just as much but i think most of us lose touch with modern bands and things like that and i i certainly have i mean i couldn't tell you really anything about modern bands music that's come out in the last year or so um you know unless it's to do with bands that were around in the 90s and 2000s then i'm not going to you know i'm not going to be able to help you on ones that came after that you know in the 10s and the 20s i definitely don't know much about that and i think that happens to most people and the reason is that we kind of find something we like and we lose a bit of interest in the newer stuff and etc cetera, etc cetera. and that's great and all but when it comes to other things it can actually be quite damaging so i think the best the best way to look at this is looking at technology so older people in general and this is a generalisation, struggle more with technology, because they, they didn't grow up with it. Now, when you're talking about much older people than me, so say, you know, 80, 70, 80-year-olds, 80 that obviously was not part of their upbringing, really. You know, computers and things like that were a thing that were going to come a lot later down the line. And where this has become a problem is when, you know, older people have to access online for doing, you know, even filling out things like, I don't know, anything to do with bills and things. That So much is now online, and and a lot of it is online only now. Um, And I know that one of the jobs I actually got employed to do many years ago was to do with helping people find work. And the DWP at the job centres and things like that essentially decided everything was to go online and so people had to apply online and the only way they could evidence they were looking for jobs was through online and so I had to help them because you know if I didn't help them essentially they weren't going to be able to track what they were doing and when they went to the job center you know their advisors or whatever were going to have a go at them and take their money away so these are the sorts of problems that can develop now How can this be combated? Well, we've seen it. There's plenty of old people out there who are absolutely fantastic with technology. They keep up to date with current trends. They actually enjoy it. Um, And I think it's something you actively have to do. I think if you don't actively do it, you will get left behind. But I think if you do actively do it, actually it's fairly easy to follow. Because it's not like technology is some mythical thing that was only the information was only passed to young people you know if if someone who's in their seventies now had taken hold of the information age as the computers and things took off at the time they'd be just as well versed as someone like me in how to use a computer that's the truth of it okay so it doesn't have to be an alienating thing um... but but you know that's quite a generalization and, and why I bring that back to the the continuing self development is that it is important to continue your self development you know even take it away from trading you know if you want to continue to improve as a person improving things you're doing other things maybe your hobbies maybe you want to get better at tennis you know I spent a lot of effort into trying to get better at tennis whatever sports you do whatever hobbies you have you know you want to get better I mean my stepdad's big on fishing right and he goes and he watches videos, he studies it, he wants to improve and get better so that when he enters fishing competitions, he's got a good chance of winning. And he does win them. And there's a reason for that, right? And I think this is another thing that's important to remember. I think sometimes, there's we like a good story, right? As people, we like a good story, okay? And I think often this myth kind of goes around about, you know, how someone just well he just had amazing amazing talent and it was that's how he did it and it's like yeah that was part of it but I can guarantee everyone out there who's got a lot of talent who's done really well in their field be it sport be it trading be it any profession has had to work their backside off to do that has had to put the dedication in has had to be motivated to do it and I think continuing self development and continued learning helps you do these things because it keeps you focused on what your goals are. And you know that you want to become a better trader. You know that you want to make more money on Betfair. What's holding you back is the fact that over time we don't forget it, but we just kind of, I don't know, dismissing it isn't quite the right word, but we just kind of become a bit blasé about it. You know, we just... Because we know it, we're just like, well, we know that. We park it to one side, and we maybe ignore that too much. So one of the things we do at com when we have our meetings, the leadership meetings between me, Ryan, and Adam, is we, every week, we talk about what we've been reading that week. Okay, what have we been doing? What have we read, and how's it helped us? And often it's nothing to do with trading. It might be something about, you know, the psychology of the mind, something like that. But it's important to keep thinking about, right, we've got a path we want to progress down. And every week we're checking in and saying, how are we progressing down that path? Now, if you've worked for a company, you've probably done that, right? And meetings can be laborious, tedious things. Well, the, the good thing is, you know, you don't have to have a meeting with a company when you're a trader on Betfair. You are the company right? So you can have a meeting with yourself and just go, right, okay, what have I done this week? And just reflect, maybe pick a day. We meet on Fridays, maybe pick a day. Maybe Monday's going to be the day where you're just going to ask yourself the simple question, what have I done to develop my learning this week? Uh, what have I read? What have I done? What's, what's impacted me this week that I kind of want to take forward with me? Because I, th- I feel like, especially with something like Betfair Trading Community, where you're getting fed so much good information all the time. You want to make sure you're digesting the information because there's a lot of it. So if you do that every now and then, just these little bits sink in and gradually and gradually and gradually you become a better trader. And gradually and gradually and gradually you start to make more money trading. I think that's, that's the truth of it. You know, betfairtradingcommunity.com relies on its members who do this because actually we can give you the information but we can't digest it for you. And I think, you know, I mean, we're always blown away by some of the people and what they can do. And if you're not one of those people doing that at the moment, then I really suggest you get on board with that because that's what will ultimately help you the most. You know, like I say, we can you can look at all the information, we can give you all the information, information but if you're not taking that stuff in, if you're not really learning it, if you're not thinking about it, you know you might just see it and then never think about it again then you're not doing it the right way so guys I hope that's helped if you need help with anything I've discussed today please just email me info at betfairtradingcommunity.com and just you know if if you want in the title of the email just put FAO Martin and it will come to me even quicker um, rather than going to the main inbox but yeah That's it for today. Hope it's helped, guys, and I'll be back with another podcast soon.